This is Radio Free Istvan. The following public service announcement is direct from the Praetorian. Do not look directly at the Black God machines. Any dreams of paradise should be duly ignored and combat stims taken immediately. Remember, all defectors will be shot on sight. Emperor protects. What's going on, Radio First Fan listeners, and welcome to episode 176 of the Radio First Fan podcast, a Warhammer 30K podcast, Horse Heresy podcast, Wargaming podcast. Love it. Man, what happened? <laughs> New Year. That Radio Free Cadia intro <laughs> snuck its way in. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? I got my co-host Derek here. Go and say what's going on, Derek. Hey, how's it going? I'm Derek. <laughs> And uh, we have a pretty good podcast for you. It's a new year, 2024. Boom. We're about to uh, jump in and, and just get after it. Just get after it, man. I don't think we uh, really let off the gas too much in 2023. Maybe at the end there a little bit, but. Yeah, just kind of like getting caught up in some holiday prep. Oh, but we're going to get back at it now. Back on the grind. Roll up them sleeves. Oh, yeah. We got a pretty good episode for you guys today. Uh, we're going to go over a few things. We have some Discord announcements we want to talk about, some hobby resolu- resolutions mm-hmm, uh, for the new mm-hmm. year for 2024. And we also want to go ahead and uh, talk about some hobby progress, what we've been working on, yeah. and some uh, 30K teasers and what they might imply. So uh, let's get into it. Let's get yeah. into it. So what's popping on the Discord? So first off, Discord-wise, let's talk about uh, this month's monthly challenge is officially been released as of five minutes before we started recording this podcast. There's Hell no way yeah. you can watch and listen to this podcast and not be able to <laughs> see this announcement. Mm-hmm. I can see it should be live for everybody. Yeah. So this month's painting uh, competition category is blood blood. And so however you want to do that, whatever, how you want to do blood, why blood? Uh, because January is the, Blood Donor Awareness Month. Hell yeah. So we're going to loop that all together, Blood Donor Awareness Month. You're going to go paint up your bloody model, and you're going to think to yourself, I should donate some blood. You know? We're doing our best. We're going to help you go. out. Can you so, say you don't know now? Yeah. The uh, the secret word this month is going to be gore child. So just once yeah. again, just a heads up, anybody is eligible to enter this painting competition. It's community voted. The community vote. And really, you know, I think when we first started doing this, there was some concern from our end, and we put out disclaimers that, hey, you are posting in a Horus Heresy channel. The channel's all over the place now. I mean, or oh, the, yeah, the, the, the the Discord's all over the place now. Yeah, the huge 40K following in here. There's people popping off of Battletech. There's, you know, I've, I've seen a bunch of stuff. Yeah, people, I don't... People entering everything from across the whole spectrum. Yeah, you're, you are not going to be out of line by posting something that is uh, 40K related, Age of Sigmar related. You can bring anything into these. They are community voted. I don't see the votes skewed. It really does seem like the votes go to the best painted model. And sometimes it's a it's a uh, a very <laughs> obvious winner. And sometimes it's kind of like a, sometimes a little closer. It's a little closer. So, but it's free to enter. It kind of motivates you to go through the whole month to get something painted up. And uh, we actually use the powerful, powerful Patreon dollars to pay out fifty dollars to a. A local hobby store that's nearby, and uh, 
you get a gift card from them and I have never gotten a hobby store that says, no, we're not doing that. And so every single person that's one, I've called their store up, told them, Hey, I want to get $50 to this person. We figure it out. We hash it out. Some guy on the internet calls in, gives your store. And then I think it's kind of cool. Cause now you're like, you got to mail in a bunch of gift cards, <laughs> yeah. tuck them in the pages of a book and <laughs> coupons and <laughs> So, but it's also kind of cool because, like, you you know, you get to go in your store and you're like, hey, did somebody call you? It's like, yeah, you want a painting competition? <laughs> like, now your hobby owners, your hobby Boom. store owner knows that you're kind of a you're kind of a big deal, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, pulling some of that clout. Yeah, let so, everybody at your local scene know what's up. Yeah, go go get your gift card in front of your boys. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, hold on, I got fifty dollar gift card here from a painting competition I won I'm on the internet. Just work it out. Like, hey, we're gonna be playing a game. We got some people over. Can you just like loudly remind me that I've got this in front of everybody? <laughs> Where do y'all keep the big checks? Do y'all have the big checks? <laughs> a really big check <laughs> for fifty dollars. <laughs> they just while you're while you're playing a game. Hey, did you want us to go ahead and Put this in your tag. Just hire a couple guys in like uh, like boiler suits to come in. And be like, hey, we got a really big check here for some kind of big winner. <laughs> he really dominated some sort of uh, painting competition. I don't know. It's a big <laughs> check with a with cash value. I think they sent over like a marching band. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that'd be tight if we could send big checks. Uh, so oh, yeah, no, I'm just saying if you win and you want to like organize that so everybody at your local scene knows that you're a big deal. Yeah, yeah. No, I, don't, I, I don't know that we can help cover that, but definitely let us know. I'd like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely condone giant check delivery. Oh yeah, anything, anything to be flashy. Just, just make a spectacle of it. Yeah. So last month's voting is up right now. Yes, uh, for the full throttle for December competition for the, for the full throttle competition. So, th- so that voting is up right now. That'll be up until the tenth. Mm. So. Uh, Hop in there, go vote on. I mean, even if you if you don't want to jump in the competition, you're everybody in the in the Discord is willing to vote. There's like 400 people in the Discord. Oh, everybody can go you know, do what they need to. Get all the votes in that we can. Um, it's a it's a good time. Uh, some other Discord announcements. If you missed it this past weekend, um, I, I did announce it on TikTok, so it wasn't exactly. I did announce it in the Discord and on TikTok, so it's kind of one of those things where if you're not on either of those platforms, you could have missed it on the outside. Uh, there was a, a tabletop simulator uh, 101. Yeah. So I got crash course. Yeah. I, I brought everybody in that wanted to learn from either of those platforms. And a lot of people missed it because it's kind of one of those things where, like, well, I got free time on this day. Let me just schedule something real quick. And so uh, 11 people came into the class and learned tabletop simulator from the top to bottom, bottom to top. So the whole platform itself or more focused on any specific game? Uh, more focused on Warhammer 40K, but it gives you the essentials that you need to know how to put together a heresy army. Yeah, because a lot of that, knowing the system itself, like how to create a collection of things, right. bring it to a different table. Yeah. Just those those core skills that'll... That is, uh, that is what I ended up doing this weekend for them. And Hell so yeah. brought them along. So now I think the, the, the what I'm trying to get at here is now we have some 11 people in the Discord who now also they know got their, their certification. Now. They got their 101 certification. So I think immediately after the uh, immediately after the uh, the training, there was people already playing games. They were playing Horus Heresy over Tabletop Simulator. Oh yeah, and so. Uh, I would say that this isn't an alternative to 
the actual like tabletop simulator discord. I think they're always going to have like one up a lot of the, uh, a lot of the tools that we use and tabletop simulator are community driven by them. So if you're looking for a true tabletop simulator experience, go look for that discord. There's a lot of help there, but if you're looking for, you know, kind of like an easy step in, Mm-hmm. Uh, our Discord's a, a good place to get that going. And then, of course, you know, if you ever want to get a game in, you can find oh, yeah. one inside the Discord. We have a scheduler. We have a, a help and troubleshooting for TTS uh, uh, channel and everything like that. So, love to see it. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be. Gonna start going buck wild in there, huh? Yeah, man. I played a game the other day, like uh, just casually with uh, this guy, uh, Omicron Samurai from, the, uh, from TikTok. Yeah. And he just had a little bit of time, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I mean, we can get, like, a hour game in. Like, we'll just see. We'll, like, we don't even have to, like, play it out, right? Let's yeah, just, we'll just play an hour of some tabletop and see what happens. Yeah, it's still fun. Game. You know, it's still a good time. And uh, he had to run away to his kids and all that stuff. And so it was kind of just one of those things where it was like, I mean, we could save it. He's like, no, nah, it's not necessary. I know who's going to win anyway. So, you know, you just click close and move on. You don't have to pack up all your models. You don't have to drive anywhere. You just go to sit on your computer. Just, just click the button that just flips the table into the void and oh, go on over. about your day. So that's a good time. Uh, if you're not familiar with Tabletop Simulator, it is a uh, Steam game. I think it's $20. Uh, sometimes it goes on sale to about $15. It's uh, it's it's kind of range between 15 and 25 what I've seen. Yeah, yeah it's more like a kind of like a platform. Yeah. Almost like a virtual tabletop, and there's... Tons of community mods to play this, that, or the other. Any kind of tabletop you're into, I've seen people use it to play uh, tabletop role-playing. I've seen just about every board game under the sun. I know Battletech, Age of Sigmar, Warhammer 40K, uh, Warhammer Horse Heresy. Pretty much every model asset you can think of is on <laughs> there ready to go. Yeah. So it, it is one of those things where it, 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 it seems overwhelming at first when you jump in. And I think that's where a lot of people just need that initial guidance to figure out where I need to go, what I need to do. Yeah, just kind of focus all of that because otherwise it's a very broad system. You can kind of get lost in the weeds and all the stuff it can do. Yeah, so so kind of we'll give you, we'll, we'll help you out, we'll guide you the right way just to get started yeah. on there. And then once you figure it out, you know, you're playing games virtually with people in Germany or whatever, you know, in the United States and... Oh, yeah. And that's the appeal to me is just kind of the, the community aspect of playing with people you can't normally play with. And I know it, it is. I would also say that it's not exactly in a, a one for one of like actually playing on the tabletop. There There is like obviously some. Oh, yeah. It's not a replacement for anything. It's, yeah. It's just another tool to have. But there is a. You know, it's it's very good to like I think one of the biggest things like me and Tyler get out of it quite a bit as we practice our 40k side a lot on tabletop simulator and it'll be one of those things where you know it's like two o'clock in the morning i can you know say hey you want to get a game in and we'll go practice a game of like an army we've been thinking of or like something that doesn't make sense to play automatically but you think hey i think this might work there might be something here instead of going to go proxy or buy a bunch of models to get it ready you can just go load those assets in and it's pretty much all free so you just off to the races you just off to the races play what you need to get what you need going and uh um it's a good time so it's it's good for concept driving an army list definitely so hell yeah but yeah no that's uh that's what we did on uh new year's eve (laughs) so (laughs) or new year yeah new year's eve eve so uh but yeah so that's uh that's a discord announcement so we've been working on there 
Uh, let's talk about some hobby resolutions. All right. So, uh, it's New Year, as of the time of this recording, we're now in January 1st. Yes, yes. So, the good old-fashioned American tradition of setting yourself up a New Year's resolution, what you uh, want to get done this year, habits you want to start, habits you want to break, things you want to do, things you want to accomplish. So, as far as the hobby side, I personally have some New Year's resolutions. I'm trying to, first of all, just kind of get my house in order in general. It's not really a hobby thing, just kind of like a, my life is pretty chaotic right now. Fair. Trying to tone that down to something a little more a little more manageable. Fair. And on the hobby side, I'm trying to get my hobby space just completely overhauled to where I can get done everything I'm trying to get done because I don't know if you know this about me, but I kind of get lost from project to project. It happens. Happens to all of us. Oh, yeah. So I'm just trying to create a space where I can sit down and really get some stuff done. Uh, The space that I currently have is already just strewn about with everything I've been working on. And I still need to get that room up and running to where I can get everything out. And then just kind of from the ground up, give me a good hobby space to get done what I'm trying to get done. Very cool. That and also my Death Guard stuff I've been trying to get on, which I'll get into when we get into our hobby progress. Okay. Want to get that, uh, put a put a button in that and get that polished up and shipped and done. That sounds excellent. Yeah. What about you? What are you thinking? So I think this year my big goal is going to be I need to get my desk in order, like my workspace in yeah. order. Like I have this big L desk and everything like that. I'm just really disorganized as far as like getting projects in. I think I, had, I mentioned this uh, when I first got back into the hobby was I kind of wanted to get more organized. Mm-hmm. You're talking and, about getting like shelf space where you can see all your paint. Yes. Like categorized like a bookshelf. Yes, yes, yes. And then you've been working on your travel setup too, which is really cool. So my travel setup is good. And, and what's good about that is they got all my paint consolidated. I, I've essentially completely moved over to Monument Hobbies uh, Pro Krill. And then for it's stuff that I can't get in a, in Pro Krill form. Coupon code RFI for 10% off your order. <laughs> I've moved over to the... Uh, uh, to the Procryl dropper bottles. Mm-hmm. So like things like the Tesseract Glow or like the uh, th- those different kind of specialty paints like that you're never going to get rid of. Oh, yeah. Like uh, the yellows and all that jazz. I, I moved over to uh, dropper bottles from Monument, so it all kind of fits and all, all stays there. So I've got all my paints organized. I actually had a big paint rack that was like against the back of my wall, that big wooden paint rack. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pulled that down uh, this week because uh, I got rid of like... My my Games Workshop paints and my Vallejo paints have basically just been, like, I guess, aging up there. Okay. And so I put them all in a box, got them all down, and I told Jake, I was like, you can just have all these. Like, just take all of them. I don't need them. I'm not going to use them. They're just basically uh, relics up there at this point. Um, so I have this plan. Um, there is a, uh, a desk setup from Ikea. I believe it's called Skadia. Uh, S-C-A-D-I-A. Okay. I'm, I'm bad and, at keeping yeah. up with Ikea stuff. No, no, you're good. Um, it's... Hold on one second. I'll, I'll actually show you and we can... Okay, and by the magic of uh, of audio. Uh, so, you saw it. That yeah. is uh, what you were like now, like a uh, Matrix style downloaded into your head. Uh, so, it's actually called Upsell, U-P-P-S-E-L. 
Uh, it's a it's kind of like a pegboard system from IKEA and all that jazz. So yeah, um, look, I, I want to just kind of upgrade my whole desk setup to that. Uh, there's a guy on TikTok who I had beef with that actually uses that. And I will say he knows I, what he's doing as far as management. <laughs> yeah, like the guy knows how to manage his <laughs> setup. I don't like him. I got beef with him, but okay, he's got style. So that's <laughs> all his style. I'm like, well, straight jack that style, but <laughs> still don't like him. Uh, but if you want to see his setup, that's new type N U T Y P E. And okay. also just go talk shit to him as well because he's kind of <laughs> a dick. So either way. Um, hopefully that's my plan anyway. I would like to get that desk set up and all that jazz. It's not super expensive or anything like that. Um, it looks like a pretty good little setup. Yeah. But, uh, that was, that was my plans anyway. Mm-hmm. I've got, dude, I've got some huge projects ahead of me, like life wise for my grandmother. It's just, dude, it's, yeah. it's, it's some stuff coming yeah. up that I got to talk about with you off, off this, but like, I'm going to be leg deep in like okay tearing up floors and stuff like that again you dude okay yeah. you remember those apartments you were sure. yes okay of course i remember those apartments same thing but worse like got to do a full overhaul of that house dang it's almost like i'm a professional at this at this point <laughs> i forgot like now that we're talking about hold on i got the perfect man sitting right next to me <laughs> funny how things just kind of work out you know so, but yeah, no, got, I got to revisit all that. It's going to be a first of the year thing. So I'm going to be real slow, slow going for the, for the next couple of hobby updates. Cause I think that's going to be taking up like a lot of my time to be honest with you. Hey, that's where I've been. I've been right in that wheelhouse where it's like, I've got, I got some stuff I got to clean up before I can really roll up my sleeves and get my, get myself riz deep in hobby. Yeah. 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 I've, it's kind of, I'm going to be in the same boat you are at this point. It's, it's a big boat a lot the, of for us here. <laughs> essentially the same situation that you found yourself in. Mm-hmm. I am now also in that situation. So we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do about it. But, uh, but yeah, so that's what I want to do. I do want to get my desk upgraded. Um, small announcement, nothing big, but I did hit 10,000 followers on, on TikTok. Which is, uh, it opens up me to uh, monetization and like a series. Like I can, I can like group up my different uh, videos together so that people can just go through a playlist of my videos, which is huge because I would, uh, I wouldn't have thought that'd be locked behind. uh, It is. It's crazy. It's crazy. But and the big thing is because I've made so many videos that like people request and those requests come back and people are like, how do I do this? I was like, I just made a video a month ago on how to do this. Can you just scroll down, like way down, even further down? The, the platform, you're not meant to do that on that platform. No. Well, until you get big enough and then like, oh, okay, well, he's going to make, you know, okay. he, people going to watch, watch these videos. We're going to give you the ability. So, yeah. So I got series unlocked. I got a playlist unlocked. So like with all those being unlocked. And then now, at what point in TikTok do you like prestige? I go, don't back, know. go back to nothing. And oh, hundred K at a hundred thousand followers. You get some like, <laughs> <laughs> they, they drop you back to zero, but you get some new perks. Yeah. So you yeah. Start over. Exactly. You start right <laughs> over. So, uh, but so we, we, I'm grinding. I'm still grinding on TikTok stuff uh, every day. Find something new to post on there. So my goal as well is to get my hobby desk going, get it cleaned. And then, Start making series for airbrushing. Ta- I, like I really want to do a series on uh, uh, 
from start to finish. Because you'd be surprised at how many people have just never put models together. Okay. That, so, so just, hey, follow the follow this space marine. You just drop a box on your desk. Yes. And it goes from sprue to built to painted to yes. based to what, what, what tools you need, what glue you need, everything like that. So, uh, yeah. and, and, and what sucks is I think I'm like the worst person to tell people how to glue models because I'm like, I just put a blob on there. So I got to like teach myself how to properly glue models together. Well, so a big thing about that is just kind of how the model's designed. Cause not even like with games workshop kits, not all of them go together the same way. Yeah. Like the ones like the old starter set Marines where they would just have, like have a pin that would go in and they'd be like three pieces maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're like, and those are meant to just fit together with friction. So if you add glue, there's now too much in that joint. So it doesn't fit too flush. Exactly. Exactly. Now you got a little bubble coming out of his like leg and I don't care about that. I just take my thumb and wipe it off. But then with some of like the, the blood bowl and Necromunda stuff and some of the newer heresy kits, those, if you, you're really, your best tool is going to be stuff like the Tamiya plastic glue. Yeah. yeah. You get these nice, nice clean seams, things like that. And a lot of that is just kind of based on the kit. Yeah, well, like for starters, like I'm like I've got to learn how to glue properly before I teach people how to glue. Because like, that's well, what I'm saying is like properly is subjective based on what you're doing. Well, better than what I do because I'm like a Neanderthal when it comes to gluing because there is no different way to glue when I'm gluing. Like everything gets glued the same. Everything gets blob the gorilla of, glue treatment. Yeah, blob of glue, <laughs> force it together, wipe off the extra, move on. A little bit of accelerator, and then you know. Hit with that Bob Smith or that zip kicker. Yeah, that's it. That's all I glue. So I got to properly glued, learn glued how to glue. Glued is glued. So <laughs> that's another big thing I'll learn. So, but that's my hobby resolution is get better. <laughs> like I don't have an army I'm trying to build. I don't have anything like that. I just need to get my hobby level better because I am uh, pretending to be this like... <laughs> This this voice of education when I'm like, guys, I don't know what I'm doing either. I'm just trying my best, please. <laughs> so hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, luckily, luckily, the people listening to this podcast right now, I can already feel like mm. John Christensen, like or like oh, yeah, Stanford we- or somebody like just putting their mind together. Like you don't know how to glue. This is how you glue. Like what are you doing? You that, savage. Even like the organization stuff. Like, oh yeah. Like I imagine like that's what we need to talk to. Yeah. So ain't that right, Red? So let's talk about some hobby progress, man. What you been working on? All right. So uh I've got a kitty on my lap. That's Red. It's a very nice kitty. Her name's Red. You wanna say hi, Red? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, there she there goes. Just <laughs> had to get a little pedal stomach. <laughs> So I have uh, been all in on getting stuff ready for the holidays, and that's where I've been the past week, couple weeks. But I did promise last week I'd talk a little bit about uh, where I've been going with my Death Guard. I've been kind of keeping that a little hush-hush, trying to keep it as some kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I'm doing with that is Brethren of Iron. Oh. So I'm so. like, I want to do something weird, something you just don't see. So I kind of put the concept together before the uh, before the Siege of Chthonia book came out, and I was thinking this is the backline. This is what's left. They've been they've been doing some heresy for a while. They are running low on their best assets. So what do they have left to kind of come in and fill some gaps? So they've got some Legion inducted robots that they don't know what to do with. Just a bunch of robots, and they got some guys that were built wrong as a joke. 
Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I was like, dude, the inductees sound right up my alley for this, for this project. Unfortunately, they don't really fit mechanically in there because they can't be my, my compulsory troops. Okay. And I just don't have room to run my compulsory troops and then also induct die. Because with Brethren of Iron and your Forge Lord, you do unlock a bunch of cool robots, some of whom are troops, but they can't be your compulsory troops. Okay, okay. So what I've got in list so far is two basic units attacks, a uh, Delgadis, uh, my mandatory Forge Lord, and then a Siege Breaker for some other stuff. And I kind of wanted to have this weird, like, kind of halfway to where the Legion's going in 40k. Mm-hmm. But kind of the stuff that we don't really see in Heresy that shows up later. So I was wanting to run the the Vulturax robots because those kind of have a very similar design profile to the Malefic Blight Haulers. Exactly. So that's a very good Death Guard, you know. Yeah. I'm not, you're not actually allowed to run those with Brethren of Iron or a Forge Lord. So I was just going to proxy them with some, uh, with two Landspeeder Proteuses. Oh, yeah. That'd be solid. Yeah, and just like just oh, give them the weapons of a Proteus. Yeah, just have you know double multi melts on them. Yeah, that's way more scary than the weapons they have now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, I was like, that's a little bit less points, and it's probably way more effective. Yeah, it's way cooler. Yeah, and they could you know sneak up on you and very fast jump in you. Yeah, and then I just like the idea of this this super heavy weather Death Guard uh, Domitar. Yeah. It's scary looking the, to be in the Thanatar, you know, just like these big Mechanicum robots, death guarded up, and then just just filthy. Just oil dripping off these things. Just poorly maintained, but also, you know. And they're gonna make it everybody's problem. <laughs> it's just oil dripping everywhere. But, you know, still still kicking. Yeah, so I was gonna run two of the counts as Voltrax, the the Landspeeder Proteuses. Uh, Domitar, Thanatar Calyx, two two squads of two Castellax with multi meltas. Okay. And then two squads of the uh the Thalax. Because the Forge Lord unlocks the Thalax as elites. Okay. And honestly, I've been getting more use out of the Thalax than anything else. They fit a profile that the uh Legions of Stardes don't really have, which is a jump shooty unit. No, yeah. So like the, like the, uh, kind of like oppressive fire that follows you around but stays far enough away to where it's not a yeah. Because they can hop up, they they can still hop up like the twelve inches for their movement, and then unload with their guns, and then they can fall back after shooting. Yeah, yeah. So they're always going to be firing at you, and you're never going to kind of get to fire back. And I'm gonna say those lightning guns do work. Like, the, the rending on those, those will put some holes in some dreadnoughts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then if you don't get to uh, return that fire back or return that favor, you know. I mean, they do, but they're like three wounds each. No, I mean, like, in their own shooting phase. But, I mean, you obviously could do a reaction on it. But Oh, yeah, yeah. So, the, the Thalax don't count as automata, so they are allowed to react. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying, like, them being able to move up fire... And then you're not going to waste a reaction on that against firing against the Alex, but they get to fall back and get out of line of sight. Yeah. And so at that point, it's like you can always keep them out of line of sight. Yeah. If you've got some good line of sight blocking terrain with like an objective nearby, because like, like they can hang around, do what they need to do, do some harassing. They, they just, it's a really interesting profile that Marines don't usually get. Dang. They'd be really good with uh, like rhino support. 
Yeah. Like just give them their own, like buy a rhino for somebody, but give it to them. And in their little box, they just kind of just use it as a permanent oh, line just, of sight blocker. They're, they're not in it. They're just hanging out around it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jump forward, fire, fall back behind it. Or like just, a, just like a Spartan or something. Just yeah. something. Just hell yeah. Solid unit. Yeah. And then I kind of rounded out. I wasn't sure what else to put in there. And so I was looking and I was like, you know what? Maybe I run, you know, three freaking uh, Arquiters. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, if I take a Siege Master, Siege Breaker... I get the Phosphex. You get the Phosphex version I get the, of it. The, the last good templates remaining. Because those are still Poison 3 up AP2. Big boys, too. No, they're not. They're just... Well, three oh, those are 3-inch? Yeah, they, they couldn't give us the whole thing. They just they shrunk the template size down. One shot? One shot each. Mm. And then being on the slow tank, it can't shoot at all if it moves more than uh, combat speed. So... You get six inches. You don't count as moving. You get to shoot everything. What's the range on it? Thirty six. Uh, Twenty four, I think. Oh, so it's it's got to be up in it. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it it's artillery, so it ain't what it used to be. Yeah, but then you know, I kind of get that plague burst crawler vibe from it. Yeah, at least it's AP two, so you're not like people aren't getting that heavy save off of it. Yeah, but. If you drop it on some Terminators, they're still going to make a bunch of invuls. Yeah. But you're really getting the use out of that crawling fire. Because yeah. even on a hit, it moves up to two inches to get more guys. And then it gives me some last cannon support on the Sponsons as well. And just kind of... It gives me a little more... The, the list doesn't really do a whole lot. But what it does do is spam a whole bunch of multi-meltas. And survive. It's pretty survivable. Oh yeah, the like three or four wounds each on most of my models. It it helps. Phil's Death Guardy, just that grinding advance. Oh yeah, and that's kind of what I was going for. I talked to a few people about it, and they're like, "It kind of looks like you just want to play Mechanicum. Do you just want to play Mechanicum?" No, I want to play cool Mechanicum. <laughs> I want to play dirty like Mechanicum. You're, you're allowed to play Mechanicum and then just paint them Death Guard. Like, so no. I, you know, because I talked to some people because I I've played a couple lists before where I'm like, yeah, I think this will work. I put it on the table, I roll some dice, and then everything just falls apart. Nothing works together the way I think it does. And it's just my opponent's like, cool, I think I just win. You I'm wanna like, you want a tabletop simulator it your list? We can do yeah, that. Yeah, I've been trying to get that ready. Yeah. Do you know how to do it? You need help? Oh, I think I got it. Okay. Yeah. Get it up, get it up, get it up on tabletop simulator. We'll play it. Yeah, I got a couple games in the I'll locally. roll cabana at you. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of the things that falls apart against is like like some proper heroes. Like I don't have a good close combat option. People are like, so what what exactly tell me what happens when you get charged? And I'm like, I don't know. I lose a bunch of robots and then I hit what charge me with a bunch of multi melts. <laughs> I slowly fall apart is what happens when Yeah. And I mean that's just kind of the the risk you take with a list like that is I'm just kind of going all in on a theme. And uh, a lot of people told me, it's like, hey, you got a really cool theme. It's not going to be, like, effective if you're making concessions for the sake of narrative. And I'm like, I know. Sometimes like, you got to play know. ball. I'm no stranger to that. You've, <laughs> y'all, have, y'all have seen some of my lists. But, yeah, it's just kind of like something that you don't normally see. I might get a little bit of an edge just on being, like, a weird rogue list. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think it's just going to be for just make for a good time. I think you have enough thick stuff in there with high enough toughness to where like last cannons aren't just going to delete you. So that's a good thing. Well, they're not shooting the last cannons at the robots. They're shooting the last cannons at the scoring units. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have to have your scoring units visible, you know? Yeah. They don't have to be out there. And then you have something that can make it to the last cannons, you know, stuff that can deep strike and stuff that can... Yeah, I do absolutely have the option to deep strike those uh, Thalax. Yeah. I don't Which know, that's aren't a great getting, idea, but... Aren't getting smoked by last cannons. They're getting messed up, but not smoked. <laughs> so... But yeah, it, I I think the issues I've been having with it is just me getting used to the list, like trying to get the right range on the Arquiters, because just every, I live at that twenty four inch range. Yes, everything I've got is just right in there. Maybe eighteen on the lightning guns. Dude, lightning guns are fun. Yeah, so I guess uh, I might pivot this and just start doing Mechanicum, <laughs> closing that twenty four inch gap or closing that gap to get to twenty four inches. That's where you're gonna have issues. Yeah. But yeah, just been doing some theory crafting on that, and uh, I've got a lot of that sourced from the Age of Darkness box or the the new uh, Legions battle group. Mm, okay. So I've got my Mark Threes. I've been putting together and chugging on. I found a couple paint schemes I want to try out, and just kind of like using making heavy use of stippling rather than airbrushing. So you get this like textured, like almost hammered look. Yeah, that like Mamacon method. The uh, I, th- I think so. The grim dark painting style. Yeah, I know it leans heavily into some of those. I can't remember the exact video I found that I'm like, I need to try that. But it was definitely this grim, dark, textured, weathered, gross-looking uh, feel to it. And I've still been trying to uh, figure out if I want to do the method where you hit it with the plastic glue and then stipple with like a stiff brush to get this like pitted texture before you even start painting. Mm, okay. So I'm still very experimental with what I want to do with this. I did the grimdark method for a pink marine for a Neath Miniatures uh, painting contest, mm-hmm. and like essentially it was like, like let's say you have a shoulder pad, right? Right. So you would stipple the whole shoulder pad brown. Yeah. And then you would the next color you would go up would get, uh, like let's say you're painting Death Guard, right? right? So like if you're going with like a tan, you're gonna go kind of like a darker tan, and you would get close to the edges, but you wouldn't make it to right. the edges. And yeah. then the next color, which would be your true color, you would make it even less close to the edges so it looks like it kind of wore off all the way on the outside. Yeah, so you're kind of looking for a, the same coverage you would with, like, glazing. Yeah. But with stippling. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, dude, honestly, and one of the coolest tools that I've heard used so far for that method, right? And it's like, it blew my mind when I saw it, and I'm trying to see if I have one up here. I don't think I do. You know when you first get a paintbrush, you right. get those little plastic tubes? Yes. You know where we're going with this? No. Okay. So when you get a paintbrush and you get those little baby plastic tubes that cover up the tip? Yes. All right. You take a sponge and your airbrush needle and you shove that sponge into the tip of that. Uh-huh. So you have like a little... Makeup applicator? A little like, yeah, sponge makeup applicator. And you use that to dab that paint on. Okay, do you try to leave like kind of like a rounded edge at the end? Or? Yes, okay. yes. And dude, it works perfectly. And I want to say that was a Mamacon that actually showed me that. But like, that's wild, dude. Like, it, it was like, I was like, man, I've been doing it all wrong. Hell yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking for is any like tips and tricks I can do. But yeah, well, uh, I'll show you that later. But uh, it definitely is. It's all, dude, paintings come so far. 
Oh, yeah. I just, man, remember high school where it's like all we got is what they gave us a white dwarf? Yeah. Trying to reverse engineer some stuff from Cool Mini or not. I'm almost kind of mad that, uh, like, here recently, uh, I've been trying to remember, and I've been trying to show people, for one, the warlord in high school that we saw. Do you remember the one, uh, um, was it the one made out of like plastic card by hand? Yeah, and it was holding a Warhound Titan. It was holding a Warhound Titan. It was a Beetleback Warlord. Oh, it was a Beetleback Warlord. It was so big. It was too big. It was too big. Well, because they didn't have any official models to go off. They, get, yeah. they went by the books, and the book scales all over the place. Yeah, but it, it was a Beetleback Warlord Titan, so it was huge, right? Um, But it the, the, he made a... Uh, uh, a power fist that was holding a Warhound Titan. You remember that? It was like yellow and blue. It's vaguely familiar. I, I don't. I can imagine I it. I don't know if I'm remembering it or just just piecing together a memory. I feel like I should have. I want to say it had a it had Rex in the name, but I mean that that's fine, right? If you have this Titan, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, dude, I have not. Like, I was trying to show. Uh, I was trying to show it off in the Discord. I was like, yeah. I was like, you don't remember this guy. And of course, nobody remembers. Uh, but there was also I was trying to show off Cruza's uh, Gargans. Do you remember Cruza? Uh, which one? K R O O Z A. He had a his whole website was mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Death Skull models, and he had those like Mega Gargants that had the Moomoos and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember those? Possibly. I've seen a lot of cool stuff over the years. Man, it was like a like, like how long ago we talked? We talked like all the way back to like two thousand five. Us in high school computer class. So yeah, two thousand five. Yeah, like learning like we Al- just almost twenty years ago at this point. <laughs> yeah, nineteen years ago. So we still got you know, whew. yeah. So like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I was trying to find these gargants, which were on these like, <laughs> like. Like okay. GeoCities website. Okay, I am seeing some like Beetleback Warlords that I'm pulling up. Just that's him. That's him. You that's found him. him. That's Fe- him. Felix? Yeah, uh, open that. That's it. That's it. That's the one. That's him. Yeah, I mean, he's got two guns that he's not holding the. No, he- no, no, no. He's got multiple guns. He built like gun, all sorts of guns for him. Or, okay, so that's the one, uh, Games Day 2008. This is on some dude's blog. I don't know if that. That's all he's saying, so I don't know that it's his Titan. That that's the Titan though. That is the Titan. One hundred percent. You immediately. So wow, this is why we talk about this stuff. That's it. That's, yeah. yeah, that's why we just hang out and just. But he made out of plastic card. He made a Warhound Titan for that thing to hold in its hand. We'll see what I can find. That's crazy. That's crazy that you found that. <laughs> I'm like pretty good or something. But no, no, no. Like I've been, I've been looking for that. I've been looking for the. Uh, those mega gargants, the mega gargants, and all that jazz, like the the moo gargants. Yeah, just the stuff that you'd see on you know Bolter and Chainsword and Daka Daka. And yeah, but that guy had like the, a whole like website with like nothing but like mega gargants that he was making. He was making stompas before there was the official kit for stompas, mm-hmm. and then when they made the official kit for the stompa, it looked suspiciously like his stompa that he made out of plastic card. And you were like, because like. <laughs> I know the, that feeling. The epic stompas, remember they were like big snowmen? Okay. I don't know if you remember what Gargants looked I, like. I, I missed a whole bunch of epic. Yeah, so like this is what the uh, the epic Gargant looked like. They looked like like snowmen, I guess is the best way to put it. Let's say they were like this. 
okay. Right. I see what you're saying. And so he went more this route, which is like the stampa looking like route. Angular yeah. kind of. Okay. And then this is what all of his mega gargants look like. They look just so, like this. So just larger, larger variants of the same kind of form. Yeah, but like more angled and like his stuff. I remember seeing like work in progress pictures people would do where they would just like put a clay pot upside down and glue stuff to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I couldn't find his stuff, dude. And I was looking for it so, so hard. I was like, man, I was like, this is the stuff that like looked just like this. But so apparently they had it at Games Day 2008 is where that one was being showed off as like a, a community thing. But I'm not seeing too much other than that. It's okay. It has a name. It's like Imperatus Rex or something like that. It's got like some crazy name. And it's carrying a Warhound Titan. I don't know. Kind of made me sad when you said that was like 19 years ago. But that's okay. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to come at you like that. (laughs) I'm just saying like I'm not going to remember too much. But... But yeah, no, how do we get this conversation? Where, where where do we come from? Oh, that's a really good question. Okay, cool. I feel I feel like there was a point. Talking about the, how far painting has come? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But yeah, stippling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> stippling using the little little brush would be cool. I have a model I can show you, that pink model I painted up. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. That didn't, I did in that method. It's pretty simple. Yeah, I, I guess talk, just you know, like how far painting has come and then just took Took you right back to 2005, sitting in computer class. Yeah, see. Finished our programming assignment and then, you know, cruising around, cool mini or not. And you're like, man, look at this. Exactly. So, what else what you got? throwback. What else are you working on? Uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at, just trying to get everything in order where I can make some, make some real hobby progress. I need to start sourcing some robots because the playtesting I've been doing has been with proxies, unfortunately. I dig it. I dig it. But, you know, I just I just wanted to know that the thing doesn't fall apart to where it's like, okay, well, this unit comes on and what does it do? Okay, it doesn't do nothing. Cool. Doesn't hold, doesn't hold objectives. They've got guns. They don't do anything. They're not close enough to fire them, so. Yeah, yeah. I've got enough feedback where it's like, okay, cool. I'm comfortable starting to, like, commit, commit models together. So, I've got, because I knew I was going to do Death Guard. I was like, I want to paint Death Guard. I'm at that point in my heresy career where I want to just, like, weather the hell out of something. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pulling the trigger on these Mark III guys. That's what's happening to them. Where you're, where you're going to go with them, that's the question. Yeah, and I think I'm going to get weird with it. That sounds fun. That sounds great. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. What about you? What you been working on? So when we last talked, had I... So, so I, th- there was like a big uproar about that little lantern that Komen had made and then a locker saw and had made for himself as well in the last mega battle. Yes. That little, uh, little Harbor Freight uh, $5 lantern. Yes. It's like a little LED lantern. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I showed it off on TikTok. That's right. And it got like 300,000 views or something like that. And like people were like, tutorial. That's a lot, right? Please. Yeah, it's quite a bit. That's like it's like huge. Yeah, it's a lot of people see it. And so uh, I was like, all right, well, cool. Now I got to go like make a small tutorial on this. And so I ordered some Tamiya green tint okay. to just spray on it to tint it instead of doing, I think Locker had done like the contrast paint for it. A lot of contrast I green. I believe that's what he'd done. Yeah. So it was I, either the contrast green or some of the technical green. 
Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. But either way, uh, I I got some Tamiya green, some Tamiya clear green, uh, and spray painted that on there. Mm-hmm. And then I also got some car audio tint, which we had yes kind of yeah, done we, together. We done some, yeah, we done some experimenting with. Okay, so I got that done on the inside. I got it fully taken apart, put the green on the inside. Yeah, we did that after the podcast last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, because you were talking about it, and we kind of workshopped it a little bit. Yeah. Well, then I posted that up on the Discord to show, like, hey, this is what we did. And like, you know, and then I did, like, the tutorial, put it to TikTok and all that jazz. And then uh, Matt had kind of, like, I was like, I was like, man, it'd be really cool if I designed up plasma coils to f- replace this lens. And uh, they were like, <laughs> like pretty much they're like, well, you don't got a hair on your nuts if you don't do that. And I'm like, so you're telling okay, me, okay, I'll do it. You're telling me you could just design that up. We can print, just print them in clear green resin. Yeah. Well I did. And I clear, I pr- actually printed it in clear blue resin. <laughs> nice. So, uh, it's this, when you open it up, like I, I completely made a replacement lens to, uh, you just take apart this lamp, pull the lens out, put this newly printed lens in there, put it back together. And now you have like a plasma, like Dude, that's so dope. full plasma generator. It's very reminiscent of the uh, 40K plasma. The, the thermo plasma regulator. Yeah, in, in Dawn of War. But not... Oh, the Dawn of War. <laughs> but not, unfortunately, not the Space Marine one. It really looks like the Tau plasma <laughs> generator. Ooh. <laughs> but, you know, it looks cool. It looks cool. Mm. So I did a uh, I did a tutorial. I, about that. <laughs> I did a tutorial <laughs> on how to get that going, and uh, uh, it, it was it was like usually when I design stuff, um, I measure it all out. I do like the best I can. I print it the first time, and then I've got to do like a number of renditions afterwards. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I made it too big here. I, like I could shave this off for myself, but like. I'm going to have to, like, if I'm going to make this a model that's going to go on, like, Colts, I'm going to have to do something else to it and all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, this was a, a first try print. It went right in, like, perfectly like butter. Hell yeah. I was like, well, sweet. That's a good sign. Send it out. <laughs> $1.25. Go go print this yourself. <laughs> you know I'm going to send it. Yeah. So uh, so I got that going. So uh, if, uh, you know what, I will use. I'm going to put a code on there. It's $1.25 for the STL. I will put a code RFI to make it free for you listeners out there. So if you want to do this, just use code word RFI and it'll be free. This is live. We didn't talk about this. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's just doing this. He's doing yeah. it right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I'll put that on there so you guys can download it for free. Um, and what's your what's your Colts? Uh, Mike Montalongo, I believe. I don't know. It's, okay. Just look up Plasma Lantern and you'll find it. It's pretty simple. It's it's on there. Okay. So. Uh, so I did that, and while I was kind of in that mood, right, I was kind of in that, like, 3D modeling mood. Um, coming off the Mega Battle last week, I was uh, very sad at how the Fellblade performed. That's what I heard. And, uh, like, the Fellblade is just not powerful in Horse Heresy. And so I was like, well, good news is, like, it's probably pretty chunky in 40K because we have a 40K mega battle coming. And I'm going to mm-hmm. take the Fellblade 2 there. And then you look at the Fellblade's rules in the uh, 40K side, and it's equally <laughs> as garbage in the 40K oh, side. No. And I was like, man, dude, poor Fellblade just really didn't. Uh, 
Really? Who, didn't, did you, who hurt you? Who hurt the Fellblade? And so... Uh, Whose daughter did the Fellblade keep out too late? That's what I'm saying, dude. I have no idea. So, I decided... I've been wanting to do this project. And it is... Uh, it's, it's not necessarily like... Because if you look at the Horus Heresy Legacies units, they have Legion Shadow Swords. Right. Like you have your Imperial Shadow Swords, but you also have the Legion Shadow Swords. Right. And in my head, there would be like just smidges of difference between like the... What a Legion would be able to use versus like Astra or I guess Solar Auxilia, you know, like Imperial Colts or whatever. Like it's it's like one would be janky and one would be like possibly even based off of like the Fellblade chassis, right? So uh, uh, what I did was I took a uh, I, I basically from the from the from the body up. I knew I didn't want to use the Fellblade turret anymore. I don't want to use the two accelerator cannons, and so I took the turret off and I said, okay, I need a new turret, but I was never really a fan of the big bulbous, like bowl, like the poorly designed, just the the round turret. Yeah. I was never a fan of that. Uh, but I've always been a fan of the like new Kratos turret. Yeah. Cause it's got a lot more design to it. Yeah. It's got more, more gribbling, more details. So I based my turret for the new Legion shadow sword off of the Kratos turret. Okay. And so essentially just think of a sized up Kratos turret with a volcano cannon on it. Hell yeah. Now I understand that technically the volcano cannon should be a center line on that jazz. It shouldn't be on a turret, but look, I knew that I wasn't going to say it. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, (laughs) if it looks cool, it looks cool. It looks cool. Well, this is what it looks like. Yeah. Nope. That's the wrong one. That is another project. Oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> is, oh my god. That is. Oh, you wild for that one. <laughs> that is a uh, <laughs> very similar project. But <laughs> you weren't supposed to see that. <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, so yes, this is the. This is yeah. what I'm working on right now. I've already got the turret printed. Um, I've got some some questions on the guns. Like on the size Ooh, of the guns. Ooh, that's hot. So I've already got this part printed. It fits perfectly on the uh, on the fell blade. Okay. Okay. So I wanted it to look like it was kind of all one kind of slope together. Okay. So so, so all the geometry is kind of like like matches up. Yeah, so it so it kind of looks like it's not meant to turn. So, okay. Like a separate piece, but not a turret. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I wanted to do there. Uh, I've been kind of mixed up on the side. So essentially just hope for everybody listening. Imagine a sized up Kratos turret with a volcano cannon on it. And yeah. so uh, I put some, uh, I've got put like a coaxial twin linked heavy bolter. Yes. Cause it does come with a heavy bolter. Uh, so this would have been the auto cannon on the uh, Kratos on the Kratos. It's now a, a twin linked heavy bolter. I put the, uh, man, I wish more stuff had coaxial guns. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have a coaxial gun for stars, but like, why is the Knight Paladin not have the coaxial uh, stubber anymore? It's it's definitely coaxial on the model next to the battle cannon. Doesn't count as coaxial anymore. I, I don't know. It's 
crazy. Uh, maybe so that it can shoot at other stuff and charge it. Well, it still has the heavy stubber on the like oh, shoulder yeah, gun yeah. too. No, I don't know. The then. Paladin has two heavy stubbers. No, I don't know. Then uh, I put some heat sinks, size down the cupola. Yeah, so it's not just. Yeah, so it's got like a single cupola, all that jazz. Uh, I was thinking what I was gonna do was I was gonna uh, turn this into a targeter. Okay, the demolisher cannon mount. Yeah, which the shadow sword does not have. So break that out, remove it, and then make a uh, a targeting system that can go in the front of it. Yeah. Uh, where I'm stuck right now, which I'm kind of asking for help on, is uh, obviously I just did like this feels good right here, right? Oh yeah, that, that pro that profile, the it, it yeah, that so, feels very very uh, very so, prominent. Yeah. So so just a heads up. Um, like that feels right, right? That's like a shadow sword. That feels like a shadow sword. That feels like a volcano cannon, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, just phallic enough. Yeah, but also feel it feels like it's gonna take down a titan with that. Yeah, that's that's a big gun. Okay, well, this is the actual. <laughs> this is the that's, actual. So that's more in line with the actual shadow sword gun. Yes. <laughs> which doesn't which doesn't feel right. Like that doesn't feel like a yeah. tank that. But like, okay, and here's another thing to understand is I also like to think that this is also part of the gun right here. This whole... Yeah, the the back part of the casing that goes through the heat sinks and access panels. Yeah, so... Just everything behind the gun. So there, there's, it's, it's kind of one of those like aesthetic questions is like, do we go with like... The, the extended barrel. Extended monster barrel, which is like huge. So if we do count the the housing as part of the gun, that that's a good happy medium. The like Goldilocks one you got, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I just didn't want it to look, you know, chingy, you know, like little baby. Yeah. So no, I feel that there, there's a certain uh, certain middle ground you're trying to go for. You don't want it to seem like you're trying to extend that barrel out to boost your range. Yeah, but this is the original. Well, no, not really. That. That's sized sized uh, up. So, yeah. Now, there's a number of questions I had as far as, like, what feels right. I think that's going to be the middle ground. But, yeah, essentially I'm making a Shadow Sword. Uh, there's the 40K, uh, uh, the 40K Mega Battle coming up here in March, I believe. Yeah, that's what I was told, I think. So, uh, I'm going to try and get a couple of these printed out fully have a couple of Legion Shadow Swords and probably do a number of Falchions. Okay. But uh, the Falchions, like uh, in 40K, I'm not looking to do the, uh, uh, the... They don't have the Neutron. Yeah. So I'm as far as the Volcano Cannon, for reference, it uses the same Volcano Cannon as the Reaver and the Warbringer Arm. And so the model on that one is a good, you know, almost... 12 inches long. But yeah, but the the uh, the solar auxilla like the storm like the actual yeah, shadow the, the, sword the kit. The plastic shadow sword kit. It uses I don't know. It's got it, like a baby like the size yeah. of width of a marker, like a yeah, Crayola like marker. A, yeah. I don't know, man. So feel this feels right. Like if, if this is the profile it uses, this is the answer. Yeah. 
that that's like a reversized shadow sword. Like that's like a reversized volcano cannon. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if we say that the the reaver arm also has to have some like stabilizers and extra things in it because it's externally mounted mm-hmm. versus on a, on an actual tank, a lot of that can be done internal on the tank. Yeah, I'm. I think the the middle ground one you had was the perfect one. The 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 big chungus is great for when, for like table presence, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is what I want. If that's what you want, that's what you want, you know? So I'm not going to tell you you can't have it. This feels like Mimitim. <laughs> that feels like Tank Commander. <laughs> I will make one of them like this, and the rest will get this. Just for uh, for you audio listeners, which is all of you, the the thickness of the barrel of the, the big one he's talking about doing is the same thickness as the Demolisher Cannon, uh, but it's at like 12 inches long. It's 22 millimeters thick. So that's almost an inch. Yeah. Because an inch is what, 25.4 it's, it's It's like basically if you were to take a, uh, a infantryman's base thick. and turn it sideways. It's the size of a, Just a, 24 mil uh, base. a solar ox base. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. And then this one is... Uh, uh, so that one's kind of it's, angled. Yeah, it, they're, they're all angled. It's weird. I messed up somewhere in there, but yeah, this one is, uh, it's 22 because the back is 22, but it's more mm-hmm. like uh, 10 internally. Okay. So, but yeah, no shadow sword, Legion shadow sword. That's what I'm working on. I'm going to print up some falchions and uh, just have the, you know, you can, you can scale that up a little bit too. If you wanted this one. Yeah. If you wanted to scale it up, <laughs> it's just it's maximum chungus. I mean, I definitely could if you need me to. <laughs> I got your turbo penetrator right <laughs> Things got weird really quick. Oh my god! All right, that's another option. We'll put that on. The <laughs> we're, just gonna, <laughs> we're just going to put this under maybe. Just heads up, that is a uh, thirty millimeters thick now. <laughs> casual, just a casual thirty mil thick. Yeah, ain't that right, man? But no, that that is uh, what I've been working on for that. Uh, I think that actually might be a better option here. Yeah. And who knows? You might print it out, and it looks good on the uh, looks good here in your software, but it don't look. It's not exactly what you need on the table. No. Yeah. Exactly. That's prototyping. That's how it works. That one feels really good, actually. We'll go back to that. And that's actually the super middle ground. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so it's got a pan flute made of uh, volcano cannons. That's how it works. So anyway, uh, so that's what I did was uh, I'm, I'm working on my Mimitim. I kind of felt that like last battle, my Mimitim, they really needed help getting up there. Uh, so I always had the idea to kind of print some falchions. I just kind of put it off. But um, it's very weird to like be working on a host that I only can use in like mega battles, apocalypse battles, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, F it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're rolling out to an APOC game. You may as well be like, I know what I'm about to do. And people are have some, t- have some fun. <laughs> Everybody's like, uh, why don't you just print up some Titans? I'm like, no, that's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. I like, want you to know that I could. <laughs> I decided not to. I want to let you know that I, I decided that I wanted to be the bane of Titans. <laughs> that is what I want you to know. It's not that I don't want them. It's I don't want you to have them. <laughs> so uh, John Rich coming in uh, last game with all of his falchions and just 
handing out L's to all the Titans. I was like, well, that's what I, I want to do. I didn't get to play, but till the last turn of that game. So, uh, so I'm thinking like I can, obviously the shadow sword is going to be, uh, uh, not handing out, uh, like neutron blast or anything like that. Yeah. This is actually going to be dealing damage. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I'm going to start finding the medium of like, I want to shock pull stuff to where it can't shoot me back. And then I want to be able to, uh, Start laying down some hard slaps. Yeah, start fighting back. Because, like, really, I rely on everybody else in the battle. It's like, hey, Titans, uh, Void Shields are down. Do your thing. Yeah. Do your thing quickly, please. So at some point, I'm just going to have, like, 10,000 points of Memetim that I just fight and a whole mega battle by myself with. (laughs) like, Which would be excellent for lore-wise. It's like, this is exactly what this is for. Yeah, they just rolled up to this uh, these Titan legions fighting each other and said, nuh-uh. And for those of y'all that are not familiar with the Memetim host, uh, the Memetim host is my mega battle armored spearhead army that is solely designed by, uh, it's kind of Sanguinius's answer to uh, Titan Death on Beta Garmin when he saw that Titan Legions could become traitor. Hey, I can't be here every time to like take down an Emperor's face. Yeah, so he kind of realized that, like, I can't rely on Titan Legions like I could previously. So I need to take this into my own hands. And he raises a host of angels that says, look, go out there, find the best tank commanders, the best tank drivers. And we are, whenever we have a Titans level threat, we need to be able to handle it on our own. Yeah. And so what were you thinking? My mind just went to the old, uh, so strip and void shields, right? Yes. Inferno pistol mortat. <laughs> yeah, you could. You definitely could. You could. Like, that'd be solid. Just, just nine of them. Just nine Inferno <laughs> pistol mortat just landing in front of it. Just, da, 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 da. <laughs> well, sayonara, guys. I'm getting stomped. <laughs> I'm either getting stomped or this thing's about to blow. Yeah. So you saw in the last game we played, I did the the Bale Predators in front of the uh, in front of the uh, the Neutron Blasters. Yeah. So they stripped Void Shield, died, and then the Neutron Blasters kind of did, did their help. They helped back, but I got one turn of doing that. Yeah, that's kind of how that went. <laughs> so. we, all of us were fooled. Yeah. If we'd actually gone first, then it'd been a different game. Yeah, it's still a good time. It's still a good time. But yeah, no, working on my Memetim. Uh, nothing. Um, speaking back on like organization wise, so I went to uh, uh, we went to Crazy Deals on Friday. Okay, and uh, we went to the uh, like Friday. Like if y'all aren't familiar, Crazy Deals is like a Amazon. Like they buy like Amazon return pallets, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they uh, restock on like I think Thursday, so mm-hmm. Friday everything anything in there is eight dollars. Yes. They get some TVs in there. They bring a bunch of cool stuff and well, yes, yes, whatever you get, it's eight dollars. The next day, it's six dollars. Then after that, it's like four and two, and it just kind of goes down as you, as more people have gone through it, and then they restock, and then prices go back to eight dollars. Yeah, so like the, the they they get it by the pound as like Amazon bulk returns. Yeah, they get bulk returns from Amazon. They put it on all their tables, 
and then they just throw it out there, and then it's like a, a like. Yeah, if you've got a store like this in your town, you know. If you haven't seen one of these, it's on its way. Probably, yeah. It's it, like a it's like a feedlot, man. They just let you go at it and just hope for the best. And there's been some wild stuff. There's been resin, uh, filaments. Buddy found mine. Buddy mine. He found. Uh, I think I talked about this before. He found a a new build plate for one of his printers. He was looking for. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. I'm dude. like, dude, you're really good at this. I can't find nothing, but that's probably because you get there before I do and find all the 3D printing stuff. Yeah. No. So we went. Uh, we were like, uh, you know, I was. I just happened to be off this week, and so me and Tyler, we went on Friday, and so we got there at like 8 a.m. Actually, it was like 8:30. The line was already like down the whole side, and I was like, okay, yeah. we're we're way in the back of the line, but it wasn't as crazy as I expected it to be. It was still pretty chill in there. And you're expecting it to be like full jingle all the way, right? Yeah, yeah. And so uh uh it wasn't it wasn't wild in there, but like all the stuff that they show you, like the iPads and the TVs and all that jazz, it was just not out. Like I guess they like they restock yeah, every thirty th- minutes. Yeah, throughout the day they do put out a new table with a bunch of stuff and they do sprinkle in some of their like doorbuster type items. Yeah. So so those weren't out. I think it was like a single TV. Whatever. So we went in there to go see if like we can find some. We did find uh, 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 filament for printers, but it was clearly returned. Yeah, like it was definitely somebody's returned item that they had used. Um, but in the process of looking, uh, I found these uh, shoe organizers. So like, imagine if you're like a sneakerhead mm-hmm. and you collect shoes, right? And you wanted like a uh, like. I guess they're like like storage boxes that stack. Okay. And they're fully clear. And they got a little door that opens them. Oh, hell and, yeah. And you put your shoes inside of them. And like I got a 12 pack of those oh. for eight bucks. Hell yeah. And so I was like, this is perfect for like. You, you said shoe organizer. My brain goes to like the one hanging on like a closet door with like the clear plastic pouches. Yeah. So this is like a. Uh, but like for like collectible sneakers, yeah, for people who like are trying to show off their their Jordans from like the limited edition. So this is them right here. It's the Kerstect, yeah. K- oh, Kujekt. Oh, those are dope. Yeah, so I got a twelve pack of these, which is meant for sneakers. But in my head, I was like, let me stack dude, these up on that's my the desk. Perfect size for models. Yeah, so that's exactly what I did on my desk. Was, There's a hot tip for y'all looking. You don't got to get that. Everybody's been using the same IKEA like glass ca- glass cabinet. I was like, I don't have to buy this ex- expensive glass cabinet. These fold up. They and it, it's like it's thirty. They're thirty dollars for the twelve pack. Like I got it for that's eight. not bad. Yeah, I got it for eight. But like really, but it's, even the MSRP, that's not bad. Yeah, and so uh, um, I put dude, four you could, of them. You could magnetize those. So dude, that's exactly what people. Like, I, I gave oh. this hot tip on TikTok. Oh man, and people was like, you should magnetize the bottom. You should do this. I was like, look, I've got four assembled on my desk and like I've got arm like I've got full armies that I was working on because like my desk is usually just strewn with models. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I separated them by project. Like this is my, you know, this is my, you know, Shadow Wolves project. This is my Blood Angels project. Like I broke them up by projects in each little little cabinet and you just open the door, grab what you need, put it back in there. And then it just clears your desk of models, dude. And I've only got four assembled, and they, they're they meant for, like, size 13, 14 shoes. Yeah. That's a good size. So, yeah, they're healthy. 
So I got those on my desk right now. It's a, it's a good tip, you know. Hell yeah! I was uh really I only I'm only using four of them right now. I've got another four to assemble, but so they're just like that, where like the back is uh, black with the holes in it, and the rest is clear plastic. It's not as clear as you would think it is. Like it's not glass. Okay, so glass so clear. Maybe not for display, but definitely for storage. It, yeah, the the front is crystal clear. The sides are more of like a... Frosted? Frosted, yeah. Okay. Like, you can see it in the other room when we get there. But this is this is a good example of kind of what they actually Okay, like. cool. And does the whole side open up or just like the little window in the middle? Just the just the front window. Okay. But they they stack, you know? Oh, oh, the whole thing opens up. Yeah. The front. Dude, hell yeah. That's, I think that's the way to do it because then that you stack it like you've got like a closet area and a hobby room. You can stack it to the ceiling. Yeah, John Christensen they, is going to buy this. They got, dude, they got some some heels in those. Those those are some big, yeah. big storage. Well, like, well, here, look, let me show you. So if you're curious, see, it's like it's one of those things where, like, I put the. Uh, Like so, there, there's oh, dude, models in there, but it's a uh, yeah that just fits right on your desk. <laughs> Here's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he found those glasses there. Nice. So yeah, I had models all over my desk just from different projects. I just kind of had them like bolt together. I would just push mm-hmm. models together. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, this seems like a really elegant solution. It assembles super easily. It comes in like four pieces mm-hmm. or three pieces. It all snaps together. They all stack by sliding together. They got like little locking pins in them. Okay. It's and like little like pins and grooves. That's how clear it is, right? It's kind of got that frosted side. Ready for LED lights, by the way. And that's a Land Raider. Oh, yeah. I bet it would take nothing to get that lit up. Yeah. So Land Raider, way in the back. And then uh, there's a fell blade in there. Or shoot. Damn. Damn. So. It just fits. But yeah, fits all the projects you need. Because I was looking, I was like, I bet you could put some UV LEDs in there for a curing booth. <laughs> you definitely could. Uh, you, you might want to. You might want to get some some tint <laughs> to <laughs> to tint it with like UV safe tint, you know. But which you could do. Yeah, you definitely that, could. You could adapt that to just about anything you need. I think. Yeah, they're cool little just like uh, storage containers, really. So, Kuject. K-U-J-E-C-T. Kujet. Mm. So, I did that. I uh, got those ready. Um, speaking of shadow wolves. Yeah, tell me about these shadow wolves. Uh, apparently, they are a successor chapter for the Imperial Fist. They are a unknown founding. Uh, it's an Aaron Dembski Bowden uh, made-up chapter. Okay. Uh, so, they're purple with a space wolf uh looking shoulder pad logo um that's all i really know about them so i had a uh, 10k giveaway uh, just cause to show and give back to the community and so i picked uh somebody at random to paint a squad of infernus marines for and it just so happened that uh that's what they're playing uh they he plays shadow wolves his name is uh lewis out of uh uh louisiana He's a very cool dude. Like I talked to him on the phone and kind of get an idea of what he's working with. And he does like the like movie cars. That's what he does for a living. Oh, like uh, oh, the wow. 
the have you ever seen the movie uh the green book no it's an excellent movie it's got a very cool car in it uh, but there is uh, the car in the green book. That's his boss's car. Like his best friend. Him and his best friend run this business. Okay. So they, they do have cars to be used on movies. Yeah. They got hundreds of cars. Okay. Because I've seen people who do that. I don't know if you're talking about that or if they do like replicas of cars from movies. But that's really cool. Especially no, no. if like stuff they're working on is getting featured in films. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I would show you. But keyboard's disconnected. But yeah. No. He does like he does the like movie cars from the movies. Awesome. Which is crazy. But... Uh, so he had like he's got this Shadow Wolves, which are like purple and silver, and so uh, he won that contest. So I like have the uh, Shadow Wolves. I started painting them up uh, to like I was on I was on a live with another creator mm-hmm. uh, named Neath Miniatures. Very cool dude. Yeah, excellent dude. And uh, Neath, we we I was like you know what while I'm here I see this guy that won this contest. He's also in the chat. I don't have the Games Workshop purple color that you're using, so let me go ahead and mix up the purple that I think your model would be close. And so while he was there, I mixed up this purple, um, which was like the Monument Hobbies Pro Curl Purple mixed with some dark red and some blue, uh, and uh, got that going and kind of matched, color matched it. I made a big pot of it, so I'll have enough for Infernus Marines. And while I was there, I was like, you know what? I've got these black Templar uh, initiates <laughs> that I'm never going to use. Oh, yeah, the old Knights of Blood. I was like, so uh, I'll let you, you know, or neophytes? Neophytes? What are the neophytes? The scout ones. Yeah, neophytes. Okay, yeah, so I had neophytes. So I grabbed five neophytes. I was like, these are now, uh, these are now Shadow, Shadow Wolves. Wolves neophytes. So I started painting them up and everything like that, so... Uh, got those panels. You just have these two because I would just throw them away. Like I'm never gonna use these things. So poor Knights of Blood project. <laughs> yeah, it's gone forever. Uh, so <laughs> how could how could Dante do this? <laughs> yeah, Dante said no <laughs> Blood Angels, no, no Michael. Knights of Bloods, no Michael. We're not doing Primaris Knights of Blood. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not even gonna get into that again. But yeah, there I was that that that. <laughs> That list was ready till the end of that book. <laughs> Trash, no, dude. It was not ready. <laughs> you thought you were ready. Yeah, until the lore hit me. Mm. So, so yeah. So, anyway, uh, got that going for him. So, that's what the Shadow Wolves Projects is. Pretty straightforward. Just purple Primaris Marines with silver. Okay. Uh, I do need some white Space Wolf heads for their arms. I just got to find that decal. That doesn't seem too difficult to find, so. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's around. Yeah, I'll get that going. Um, but, you know, painting the scouts is much more difficult than it's going to be to actually paint the Infernist Marines because they've got cloth, they've got boots, oh, they've yeah, got yeah, they tabards are. on their front. Like, Black Templar have so much shit on them. <laughs> just covered and, in detail. Man. And I was like, you know what? They are a successor of the Imperial Fist, so this kind of feels a little bit right. To yeah, the, cousin chapters. Yeah, you know. So we'll give them some, some like... Maybe some neophytes. Maybe they have their own neophytes. Imperial fists, kind of, you know. If he wants to use them, he'll use them. If not, don't worry about it. He said he was going to use them. I don't care either way. <laughs> I, just, I was practicing with them, so he just have them. So that's what that project is. But that's going to be my plan is to, like, use that as, like, the base of a series to say, hey, this is how you assemble models. This is how you glue models. This is how you paint models. This is how you airbrush models. This is how you edge highlight. You know, kind of like the full gambit of getting a model from naked 
to tabletop and the stuff you need to do, like yeah. decals, everything like that. Like, hey, here's what the process looks like. Here's kind of what you need to think about. Here's washes. Here's this, that, you know. So, you know, it's a lo- it's a it's a project, but we'll get it going. Oh yeah, I think a lot of people are really gonna get a lot out of it. Dude, you would not. You would be amazed at the amount of people that come into my live or like just like have just like just like a random like question on the table. It's it's the amount of interaction that happens on TikTok is crazy to me because like there's cases where I'm the first 40k content or horse heresy content that somebody sees on TikTok, and they go, "My mom just bought me this yesterday. Can you help me out?" And it's like, well, shit, dude, like. <laughs> like uh let's, let's get you sorted uh, first off go to warhammerdiscord.com and like <laughs> we'll figure it out because it's gonna be a long conversation but it's come to the point where like because my content's getting pushed out there more that hey i just got my first army can you help me is like coming over and over and over again so like it's coming to the point where i can't keep one-on-one teaching people so you got to set up some resources yes like i've got to have these like videos okay. ready and like all that jazz it's it's wild dude it's it's growing welcome to the future yeah that it's you know people new players come every day <laughs> so imagine just connecting like that when we were like getting into it i couldn't imagine been nuts that's what i'm saying dude so but yeah, that is what I've been working on. That is where I'm at right now. Uh, as far as painting goes, I'm still trying the uh, 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 Battleforge Gaming line yeah. edge highlighting. I'm still working on that, dude. Like, I'm getting better with each uh, iteration. Each iteration. Actually, hold on. Let me grab a model for you real quick. Okay. okay. So, uh, so heavy edge highlighting. Okay. Right. Essentially, base paint red, uh, orange red edge highlight, thick edge highlight, and then like an orange ish full skinny highlight. And then on the browns, it's like a wash of black, a little skinny brown. Uh, but this is kind of like a, my ability where I'm at right now for edge highlighting. I've still got a ton of work to do to get perfect. Like that's where my edge highlighting is right now. Okay, I see where where kind of the style's coming in. That looks really dope. I still got like a ton of work, but that was my like reaver that I just like slowed down, took the time to do. But I think you know, I think some of my stuff could pop a lot more. I need to get in there with like the yellow edges and stuff like that. But yeah, some of the the harsher edges are a little easier to kind of see what's going on. The, the softer edges kind of around the uh, shoulder pads. Yeah. Like you, you've, you've got a very high amount of contrast between the wash and the recess and then the edge highlight. <laughs> red wants to see it too. <laughs> Get up in here, Red. Yeah, <laughs> she, I like it. She keeps remembering you're in here. <laughs> she keeps hearing me from across the, across the hall. Yeah. So but that that's kind of the style I'm going for, which is like a, a pretty large detraction from like, the, previous styles that the I have. like airbrush volumetric lighting. Yes. All the work's kind of done for you physically here's doing it all very deliberately. Yeah. So that's the, uh, BFG, Justin Battleforge gaming. They've got their own podcast guys. Go check it out. Uh, powerful, uh, a powerful kids. Doug, uh, was on there. Uh, it's, it, it, it's a different style. It very, it's very reminiscent of, uh, Kim, Kimmel style. 
Oh, yeah. Like, this was kind of, like, I think I'm kind of following a very similar path to Kimmel did with his painting. Yeah. For, for, like, his uh, Black Shields. No, for his Blood Angels. Oh, his Blood Angels. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to say he used a modified version of his Blood Angels for those. Yeah. So, but just kind of everything gets its own section. So. Yeah, yeah. It's all very, very deliberate and inten- intentional. Yeah. Unrealistic painting, <laughs> I guess, is the best way to put it. Well, I mean, you're approaching it the same way somebody would approach a canvas. Yeah. Or it's like every, everything's that I put, everything's there because I put it there. Yeah, yeah. But super unrealistic for like actual like battle damage and stuff like that. Like heavy metal painting is very unrealistic. Yeah. Versus like. I, I guess a better way to say it would be stylized. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. But no, I've been working on that. That's still like every day. It's like and this process slows me down so much. <laughs> like it is a uh, Sorry, uh, Loopy's over here crawling on my uh, on my lap, and she's not gentle with the claws. No, she does right not in the soft tissue. So, but yeah, that is uh, that is what I'm working on, Blood Angels wise, on painting them. So, I've got different projects in the burner right now, just trying to stay stay right. moving, trying to keep the plate spinning, keep the content coming. <laughs> I guess it's, it is one of the things that like motivates you is like. Uh, uh, like, oh, I got to keep the algorithm happy. Yeah, I got to keep let it like the more more content you put out, the algorithm keeps you going, keeps you growing. Mm-hmm. So uh, having these like different uh, different projects, I guess, uh, different uh, milestones they give you. OK, helps you helps keep you a better. way to, to get that checked off and you get that endorphin rush. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, you feed the algorithm, the algorithm feeds you. So uh, let's talk about some 30K teasers. Yes. So within the past week, they've put out, uh, I'm sure everybody's seen it. Everybody's been hyping up the teasers they put out for what's coming in 2024. And we got a few cheeky silhouettes that I think uh, everybody pretty much immediately recognized. Yeah, I think the big one was that uh, essentially the like very obvious Solar Auxilla Sentinel. Yes. So they actually like broke out what the, uh, the epic, ver- not epic version looked like. Yes, the the uh, one from Legions Imperialis. They had the Solar Auxilia Heavy Sentinels. Yes. And this looked like a stripped-down version of that. Yeah, they they broke it down and showed that, okay, if you take this front... Kind of like the classic plastic Astro Militarum Sentinel where you could put the... You could put the heavy... pattern. Yeah, yeah, the armor on top of it for like a Steel Legion. Or you could do a stripped-back Scout Sentinel for more of like a Katachan look. Yes, yes. And so they, they did that same method. Like they kind of showed like if they, they did a one for one where the kind of the rear shocks, you could see them immediately. Yeah. People just putting their red circles on the details and comparing it to those. Yeah. So, so the fact that they're coming out with what I assume, I'm going to assume it's a plastic Sentinel. I'd have to assume. So they're putting out a plastic Sentinel. I, I, it could be a resin kit. Wouldn't shock me too much, but with how far they've been pushing plastics. And on our roadmap, they did have an entirely new plastic army. Yeah. So plastic there, mystery army. So there is there is a possibility that we are looking so at the... Staring down the barrel of some... Plastic Solar Auxilla. There it is. Which, some of the other models they showed off, one of them looked like a uh, legionnaire holding a banner, probably mm-hmm. from the new Plastic Command Squad they announced. Yep, yep. And one of them was an auxiliary... Holding what looks like a Vexilla. Uh-huh. So probably some kind of auxilia command squad. 
Yeah, yeah. I think we're we're very close to seeing some plastic solar ox. That's exciting. I'm just I'm curious, behind. right? Like, and, and definitely, I think that if we are going to be moving into the solar ox realm, right? If we are going to mm-hmm. be doing some plastic solar ox, mm-hmm. which I think is good for everybody, right? I think it's going to be like a... It, more variety. More variety, you know, and, and things like that. I think there's going to be a question of, okay, are we going to revisit some of the solar oxes rules some of the legacy units some of the legacy units some of the rules some of the points cost for solar ox because like solar ox needs a little bit of help right now yeah that's what i'm hearing and they they kind of don't get as much done as their legion counterparts yeah so so would be very cool if we're looking at maybe a i wouldn't even say that we need an update of the horse heresy rules but like maybe a because we, we saw the FAQ was recently released, and I'm, I'm wondering if maybe they just, like, trickled us out some rules because they knew that a revamp was coming. That's why they didn't touch, like, some of the some of the okay. other stuff. So, like, maybe a horse heresy 5. update, kind of like the way they do 40K, where they do kind of a... Okay. It's like, oh, this is our... These are our updates that we did. You know, we kind of rehashed some of the... We saw that, you know... Like like a the, like the full of entire sort of like a mini version with their FAQ. Yes. And so like if we could see a uh, essentially a a bigger version of uh, of a rules update on some of the some of the more prominent yeah. Legion stuff we're seeing. Yeah, I think that'd be a good time for it. So I think so too. So it gets me excited to see them because I think what they're going to run into is they're going to definitely and, and and I think. It's not unheard of, like the people who do play Solar Ox, they aren't like winning, right? They aren't demolishing the the, the like the game right now. So I think, and we've kind of classically seen in every army they've ever released is they give them a little a little power bump, just give them a little leg up. Yeah, they give them a little leg up whenever they release stuff. So I'm wondering if there's going to be I mean, a. There is a lot of cool stuff you can do with the Solar Ox though, because like with their Tercio rules. Mm-hmm. Like just being able to react with multiple units without spending more more reaction points, I think there's a lot of fun stuff you can do. But it's all this kind of weird edge case where if you find yourself in a situation where it benefits you to have worse soldiers, yeah. No, I mean if if they're if they're revisiting this, they're gonna like what's gonna happen is they're gonna want to sell units. I mean that's just the bottom line. They're gonna have to like they're gonna want to be able to sell these units. And right. so they're going to have to get out of this like, oh, by the way, you just use the old rules we already made a, a, a year ago. Mm-hmm. So we need to get out of that mindset and they say, okay, these are going to be the at, at updated the, rules for them. Yes. Yeah. So it seems like they're very hesitant to change what they've already printed. Yeah. So all of the like balance tweaks we've seen are, have been mostly in the PDF units. So like the, we didn't get too much as far as balance from this pa- past FAQ update, except for the legacy units. Yeah, those have been the main ones with points tweaks. Fulmentaris got changed a lot. So even if it's just adding new units like the Sentinel, if it is a plastic kit, I think I'd be really excited if it made both a Scout Sentinel and a Heavy Sentinel. Well, I mean that's going to have to be updated regardless. I mean that unit doesn't exist. Yeah, and so I'm wondering what other units do you think they could add? Uh, I don't know. I think they'll probably... I wouldn't be shocked to see plastic uh, auxilia ogrins because we we did see those in the same box with those heavy sentinels for the Legion Superialis. 
Yeah, yeah. But I think what they're really going to push on, and I think this all kind of seeing how they're operating right now, where they're kind of repackaging some of the old fantasy stuff and putting it into old worlds. Right. I bet that they saw a drastic decline recently of sales of Bane Blades. And so I would imagine they're going to re-review the Bane Blade kit. Yeah. To, and so I don't think they're going to repackage it. I think they're probably going to modify the rules to bring it back into the light of, uh, of competitability. Let's do it. And maybe even, you know, we'll see a, you know, here's how to, uh, uh, here's how to use these units in the age of darkness, uh, large battles, you know? Yeah. Let's get a Bane blade revival. I think that's, what's going to happen. I'm all about it. Yeah. And then, and then even then we're going to need some, uh, some Lehman Russ action, right? We're going to need some possibly uh, a new horse heresy Lehman Russ kit, you know? Yeah. Like a rise of pattern or yeah. Was it the, the Voss pattern? Because right now all of the kits, like the, if you're looking at the incinerator, you're looking at the vanquisher. I know vanquisher is, uh, it's in the plastic, uh, it's in plastic. But the uh, I guess like the one like the incinerator the the Volkite one is mm-hmm. is locked behind Forge World resin and all that stuff. It wouldn't take anything for them to to put that onto a uh, a plastic sprue. Yeah, I don't know. So as far as like a Sentinel kit making both, I'd like to see it. I don't expect it because we've got the Daredeo in two different oh, kits, yeah. the Contemptors yeah. two different kits, the Leviathans two different kits. So if they did put out a Lehman Russ, it wouldn't shock me if it's two different kits. Yeah. Which I think, is that not how the plastic one is now? I noticed that was for a while where you had like a Lehman Russ and then a heavier Lehman Russ kit that yes. had like the demolisher cannon. That's still how it is. Okay. So. Which, I mean, it's not my favorite. And, 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 but and like if we're talking specifically Sentinel, there is two Sentinel kits now. Oh, they, do they have them split based on Scout, Sentinel, and Heavy yeah. Sentinel? Yeah, it's two separate Sentinels. Okay. Because I know for a while it was like a metal upgrade for the armored up armored Sentinel. No, no. With Acadian release, they got a new Sentinel, remember? Oh, oh, that's right. The brand new Sentinel. Yeah, yeah. There's two separate Sentinels now. Okay, okay, okay. So the, the classic Sentinel still has the like up armored version and then the scout version? There is no more classic Sentinel. Oh, that's right. They redid the kit entirely, didn't they? Yeah, it's a brand new kit. Okay. Sorry, I've been out of the loop as far as 40K stuff goes. No, you're solid. I know they announced the Rogaldorn, and I had a fun conversation with uh, Aaron, who <laughs> back in uh, back in high school refused to call his Lehman Russes uh, Lehman Russes because I played Space Wolves and I was an ass about it. Uh-huh. Said, "Oh, well, how how good's your Primark? How many tanks does your Primark have named after him? Because mine's got nine. <laughs> <laughs> One single Rogaldorn." And so he's like, he's just called all of his Lehman Russes Rogaldorns, and so they announced the Rogaldorns like. Damn it. Well, now there's a 10th Rogel door. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty uh, much what I foresee. Yeah, I, I think we're probably getting some core stuff first. I'd like to see what the infantry kits look like. I don't know, because I think command squads, you get a command squad per tercio, right? Yeah, and one thing I would say is if we're going to uh, follow kind of the same track as... Forge World did with uh, with Space Marines, right? They'll probably come out with a single Solar Auxilia unit 
Like just this is guys. Here's a box of twenty guys. Okay, Here's and your then man last rifle section. And then they're going to spend a lot of time bringing all the tanks in. And that's fine. I think that's what we'll probably end up seeing. Like you probably won't see Ogren for a while. You probably won't see uh, command squads for a while. You probably won't see Velataris for a while. Well, Flamer sections. They have shown off the the auxiliary auxiliary holding the. The Vexilla. Yeah, I, I would imagine so you'll see I, I hope that's squad. a command squad. Yeah. Especially if you need one per tercio. So, like, troops in command squad, maybe, like, the two basics, and then they'll they bring all the tanks in. command squad upgrade, yeah. maybe. Or it might be, like, how the uh, the Mark Six squads were, where you had upgrades to make, like, a sergeant. Yeah. So they might have upgrades in the base box to do your basics command squads, but they might really say separate uh, command, like, like high command squad, mm-hmm. where you have your force commander... And his more elite command squad. He's got a bigger hat. Oh, a really big hat. You wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't believe. So, but yeah, I could. I could foresee something like that, or maybe even them releasing some sort of, I don't know, like box set where it's like a they lock the command squad behind a box set where it's like you know, and that's probably how it'll be for a while. Like but, demons versus uh, uh, demons versus solar ops or, or something like that. I mean, probably not even like that. They'll probably get a box similar to the Astartes battle group. Where it'll come with two, three, four, 20 man last rifle sections, a command squad, and then maybe that plat that sentinel. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, eventually been, those kits will be made available separately, but they'll ship them initially, probably in some kind of battle force like that. They've been really big about locking single units, like new units behind uh, like gaming boxes. Yeah. And so, like, I could foresee... That's how, that's how Devastator Marines were. That's how... Yeah. Like, every major, like, new upending unit in 40K is kind of like that. I could, I could foresee some, like, boarding action kind of game that they release where it's, like, Demons of the Warp versus expand, Solar Ox. Yeah, expand on Zone Mortalis a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That'd be... Ooh, that'd be, yeah, that'd be hot. And maybe release, like, some tiles with it. So, I, I could foresee that. They're going to try and get their money out of it. They're going to try and release that, but... Well, didn't they have the Into the Dark... Uh, kill team squad that looks like Solar Auxilia, the Imperial Navy Breachers. Yeah, yeah, someone close to that. They might do something like that again. I mean, I wouldn't be upset. Those look really good. So, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, we just got, like, there's a lot of speculation just based off some shadows, some shadow teasers, you know. Oh. It could be Skatari for all we know. <laughs> just well, they really... put out a new exemplary battle a couple weeks ago that has new options for Militia that kind of give them a more Mechanicum vibe. Yeah. So just use those to get your Skatari in. Call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we those might just be Skatari Sentinels that we're looking at. I'm excited for the Legion Command Squad. Yeah. Like, uh, just imagine the bits coming in that. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, 3D printing really killed the bits game for yeah, Games I mean, Workshop. That's, that's <laughs> fair. There's no, like, it's going to have some bits, but they're not going to be uh, yeah, Colt's 3D they're bits. They're not going to be your bespoke bits. <laughs> I know there's been more than enough people who are not pleased with Games Workshop's release as far as Raven Guard, and so a couple of individuals have taken it on themselves to go on cults and just go ham. Exactly, bro. Like, you just, like, if you want bits, they got bits. (laughs) You're eating well over there. Yeah, bro. It's one of those things. Like, catch up, (laughs) G-Dub. Catch up to our game. That's what they're trying. I I think the Command Squad box is going to be dope. I, I think there's, like, so much you can do with a Command Squad what do you do with that box? You just throw a bunch of stuff in it and say, hey, make them how you want them. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that box is going to make plastic armies just look cooler. It's going to be just this rising tide that just makes it sprinkle some stuff here and there. Your sergeants get cooler, command squads get cooler, your veterans get cooler. Yeah, I think I don't think Games Workshop realizes what it does is when it releases something that's official, then it becomes canon. So if they release like a new respirator, or they re- release a new type of like a plume on a helmet, that becomes canon. Yeah. And so everybody else has to, you know, it's like, oh, well, this respirator doesn't look like official respirator. So they this like mine's clearly like third party. So what happens is when they release these kits like this with all of these the paradigm a little bit. Exactly. It's like these are the type of of goggles that Cadians use it's now. It's like cat and mouse game with the printers. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, okay, well, now we got to everybody who had like weird goggles before they've got to go update their goggles or update the respirators or update this. Like that was one of the big things that they released with the Mark six was those like weird, funky, like face grabber respirators. Yes. It was like, yeah, what are yeah. these? I've never seen these in any Canon or anything. It's like, but that's the new style now. This is, this is Canon. So then everybody had to go update their, you know, respirators mm-hmm. to go match that. I had to go update their, uh, you know, whatever little wrist things they have now too, you know? Oh, like from a tank commander, the little like uh, iPad he's got. Where he's yeah, the little tablet, you know, like yeah. this, that came out of nowhere. That's brand new. Okay, now, cool we, bit. now we got tablet bits. Now we got Masters of Signal looking cool. So, but yeah, no, I mean, that's something to look forward to, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering what we're going to get with the auxilia as far as customization goes, because historically those models have been, Hey, here's the models you got. Here's what they look like. If you're building a force, you're going to have, you know, 30 of the guy sitting here like this army man in this specific pose. You're going to have 30 of the guy doing this. You have a bunch of the guy with the minesweeper, like with your army, man. that's always the first one that gets melted down. I bet you we're going to get another book. Now that I think about it. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, but we're going to get another supplement. Like another campaign book. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they put one just for Fulgrim. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. something. If they do like a campaign where they do a little more expansion on Zomortalis, they bring in some demons. Like. We still- might even get some new Decarians. God help For them us. to immediately nerf again. I hope we do. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Those Decurians were badass until y'all went straight nerf. Everybody them. went buck wild with them. Y'all can't. This is why we can't have nice things. They all was in love with my Decurians, and then they got nipped. Mm. <laughs> can't have nothing. So, yeah, maybe we get some more Legion specific Decurians as well. Yeah, Blood Angels Legion specific Decurian who can turbocharge the engines. Exactly, dude. Yes, <laughs> some turbocharged Predators, baby. Oh, Just man. in time to wrap up our full throttle yeah. candy competition. Dude, if we can make Predators fast for Blood Angels again, oh, that'd be so hot. Are you listening? James? Are you, are you listening, James Workshop? <laughs> Please. We need turbocharging Blood Angels tanks again. Yeah, I mean, if they can put the Feral Mag shotgun in Siege of Chthonia, they can put Bale Pattern turbocharged engines. Mm, that'd be so badass. 60-point upgrade. But... But all right, I mean, that's what I got, dude. That's that's what I got. That's kind of where we're at. Just kind of kicking off the new year. I'm ready, dude. It's going to be a fun year. Uh, hopes are high. Uh, energy's high. Call in, guys. Let us know what your New Year's resolutions are, your hobby resolutions. We're here to hear them. Yes, sir. It's going to be at 361-265-8658. Uh, 
Give us a call straight to our voicemail. What is your New Year's hobby resolution? Or if you have any solutions for our resolutions, we're always happy to hear them. If you don't want to call in because you're long distance, something like that, you can always record a message, send it to us over Facebook, Discord, TikTok, however you want to reach out to us, and we'll play it live on air. We have yet to see one we've screened and not played. Yeah, even some we should have. Yeah, there's some that we probably should have, but we still let them through. But all right, guys, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year.